Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of UC Football Fridays. Unfortunately, today uh, my co-host Caleb Brewer isn't here, but I will be the host for this episode. My name is Seth Gavalier, and let's just hop right into that ECU game. Um, I I expected exactly what happened in that game. Um, I knew we were gonna win by a small margin, and you know, two points it wasn't a big surprise to me really. But um, you know it. It was a balanced game between both teams, you know. Ben Bryant, he uh, he went 14 for 30 with 244 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. And uh, ECU's QB, QB did just as well, maybe even a little better. He had uh, he went 26 for 46, 280 yards, and two touchdowns with zero interceptions. So they were evenly matched there on the on the passing game. They kind of did better than us on the rushing game. Uh, they had about almost uh, three times the amount of rushing yards that we had. Uh, they had 174 rushing yards, and their leading uh, rusher was Keaton Mitchell with uh, 112 yards and a touchdown on 16 carries, which is, uh, you know, it's quite a good game from him. And uh, for us, our uh, we had about uh, 66 rushing yards, and our leading uh Running back was Charles McClellan again with 39 yards and uh, no touchdowns on 10 carries, which, you know, it wasn't a, a great game for us rushing, but we did definitely do um, a good job on the receiving end of things, so that kind of helped us out a lot. Speaking of that, uh, Tyler Scott, he had quite a career game. Uh, he had 144 receiving yards on seven receptions with one of those being a 76 yard catch. And that one was a touchdown. And that was the only touchdown that he did have in the game, but he was getting a lot of yards. So I, I mean, you can't really complain. It was a really good game from him. Um, he was also, uh, he did better than ECU's receiver. They were matching it. Their top receiver matched uh, Tyler Scott almost pretty well. Uh, C.J. Johnson, he had 123 receiving yards on seven receptions with a 72-yard uh, catch, and uh, he also had a touchdown. I'm not sure if the catch that he had was a touchdown, but we can just only assume <laughs> that it was because I didn't see that part of the game, unfortunately. Um, also, I want to talk a bit about uh, that targeting call that our uh, our one safety got, uh, Brian, Brian Threats. I feel like that was that was kind of a it could have gone either way in my mind. Just from just from looking at the the actual like play itself, it looked like the guy the the guy was going to catch the ball. I forget who it was, but it looked like their their receiver was going to catch the ball. So I understand why he like went for the tackle like he did, but he also it also kind of looked like he led with his um head, so it uh it was kind of the their grounds for calling it a targeting call. I at first I was like, oh man, that really shouldn't have been. And I still feel like it kind of shouldn't have been a targeting call, but it was a very close play, and I feel like it could have gone either way. I'm sure Caleb would have said the same thing because it was it definitely was a fifty fifty. Um, so that that game was that game was very interesting. Sorry, I kind of leaned away for a second there. Um, we, we did, we didn't do very well on, on the, um, the defensive end with, 
with their uh, receivers for sure, allowing them to get 280 yards. That that is a lot of yards. Um, we kind of we kind of stopped them a little bit on the the rushing end of things, but not not as well as I personally would have liked. I knew it was going to be a very close game, but it probably could have been a little little further away if you know we stepped up a little bit more and got those um, those you know defending the passes in the backfield and stuff like that. So I feel like, I mean, I, we could have said the same thing about ECU considering that Tyler Scott had that 76-yard catch. So it, it is it was a very balanced game, and now we're going into uh, play Temple this this week. And I feel like that game should be, that, that one shouldn't be close, but considering that uh, we haven't really had a big blowout since... Uh, Kennesaw State, I feel like the game is going to be closer than it should be, but we're still going to win by like a a bigger margin than, you know, seven points or three points and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be far uh, further away. Like the the lead is going to be further away on that game because we average more points than them. I rounded every, every uh, stat that I saw up, but our 33 to their 21, we allow – less uh, points per game actually so we allow 21 points and they own they allow uh, 28 so you know there's that as well uh, we average more yards than them but not as not as many as you think we only average about you know about 56 more yards than them uh, our 399 to their 343 uh, most most of our yards uh, come from passing yards and theirs do as well so our averages are for passing is a lot so we definitely will need to step up on the um that end defensively and we allow um we allow uh uh what's it called less yards so we um we allow 336 so they're 377 we allow 10 more passing yards than them but they allow fifty one. They allow fifty one more rushing yards than us. So I feel like we could have a very good running game from our running backs. You know, Charles McClellan, Ryan Montgomery, uh, Corey Kenner. So we do we do have a lot of uh, firepower there on the running end. So I feel like that should be an easy you know uh, running game for us. Of course, it's not going to be just some walk in the park, but it definitely is going to be easier than most most games that we've had this season probably. So um, I'm expecting to see you know see us run the ball quite a bit and get a lot of rushing yards. Um, I I think this one this game's gonna be it's gonna be like a small lead. I feel like it's gonna be I predict that we're gonna only win by like ten points. Of course, my predictions haven't been right in the past couple episodes, so you never know. But I have been very close. So my guess would be 10 points. It also could be like 17 points or, you know, 20 points. So, you know, it's really anybody's game. And, man, I'm just – I'm expecting, you know, to see a very, very easy game for us considering Temple is um, – they are 3-7 and seven right now, I believe. And we, we definitely do need this uh, – the game this week as a confidence booster, you know, we just need to really blow them out. 
to kind of boost our confidence a little bit more. I feel like maybe our team isn't playing with as much confidence as they should because we are a very good team. And it doesn't it doesn't seem like we're like, you know, very good cuz we're we're very close with different teams. Like we were only I think we only beat Navy by about 10 points, which I feel like we should have beat them by more. So if we just kind of regain some of that confidence that I think that the team may have lost, I feel like we will be in good shape for that uh, two-lane game as well. You know, that that's definitely going to be an interesting game. That also a Thanksgiving game, so there won't be, you know, an an episode about it because uh, I'll be all the way back in my my hometown, Youngstown, Ohio, which is like four hours away from here. So I think I might just talk about it a little bit now. I don't have any stats in front of me for that, but. You know, Tulane being ranked 21 right now, best case scenario, what would have to happen is they win their next game, and then when they play us, they lose. So I decided to check um, after I recorded this episode about the Tulane thing, and I didn't realize that they actually already played their their last game before us, and uh, it was SMU, and they beat them 59-24. So... We we were hoping that they would uh, beat UCF, but unfortunately they didn't. So I think if we beat Tulane, we get um we're second in the conference, and I think we play two or not Tulane, uh, UCF in a playoff game. Maybe I'm not completely sure how it works, but I think that's probably how it would work. We're gonna win that Tulane game for sure. Um, it's gonna be another really close one, I would say. Um. At least by three points, you know, it's 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 going to be really, really tough. You know, we're going to have to bring our complete A game, you know, play absolutely perfectly. I feel like this is this is going to be on the same level as, that Arc- as the Arkansas game. Like, we have to play really, really well. And I feel like if we just play well, then we should be fine and we can – you know, we can win in whatever bowl that we get put in if we do end up winning against Tulane. Um, there, There is a lot that you could really go into with that Tulane game. But basically the main takeaway that I want to put in is, you know, it's we're, we're going to need our running backs and our receivers to do really well, which we have the firepower, and I know we do. So I feel like it's going to be – it's going to be a big game. It's going to be a huge game, actually, and anybody could really say that. But I feel like it might be bigger than we're all thinking. And, you know, the, these next coming weeks will definitely uh, definitely show that. So, you know, <laughs> it's, it's really it's going to be a lot of fun. I hopefully will be able to watch the game at home. But, you know, thanks Thanksgiving weekend, it's going to be I, – I think the crowd is going to be really electric too. I even, even though there probably will be quite a few people that will be home for Thanksgiving, there's going to be a lot of Bearcat fans that will be there, and we're going to need to really, you know, pick, pick up a lot of electricity to give the team because I feel like they will be able to feed off of our – our enthusiasm enthusiasm off of different plays and stuff like that. So 
you know, Bearcat fans, bring your A game for that game. We're definitely we're definitely gonna be able to beat beat Tulane for sure. It's I have no doubt in my mind. I have so much faith in our team. You know, it's we have Ben Bryant, a great passer. We have Tyler Scott and in insanely good receiver, you know. After that career game, it's kind of you know, I I knew he was already a really good receiver, but after seeing that performance that he put in that East Carolina game, that's he's kind of an out of this world receiver for us. You know, we have we have other receivers as well. I forgot to mention it, but Jaden Thompson with <laughs> with that uh uh kickoff the kickoff return that he got. I mean, we we have all the the pieces there. I think we just need to get a little more confidence in those pieces. We'll really be able to do something special this season. So anyway, I think I covered everything that I did want to cover for this episode. This one's a little bit shorter than others, but I feel like it, it does. This episode definitely does pack a lot of, you know, the next couple of weeks for us. So thank you all for watching, and I'll see you in the next one.